Hi, you're listening to The Real World with Dama and Dora on CITR 101.9 FM. We're broadcasting live from unceded Musqueam territory here on the UBC campus in Vancouver, BC. Uh, the Real World is the UBC Film Society's radio show, and we try to connect with other clubs and campus organizations through film. Today, we're going to be talking about the movies that we talked that we watched over the summer. Uh, in case you weren't listening to us over the summer, we watched a lot of things, and we talked about that, so we're just going to talk about the things that we watched since then. And, uh, yeah, let's get to it. Well, let's not forget, we're also, this is our first episode back on the air since, um, I guess the end of last year yeah um so we're very excited we're kind of like well, at least i am mm-hmm. i'm a little like well like I'm it's happening <laughs> um it's a beautiful day we're like feeling it we're feeling everything and we're also so we're also gonna be like introducing a lot of stuff that film society's doing this year and just like kind of talking through that which is like exciting it like sounds like a little boring but it's really exciting no, yeah we just did imagine day so we're still pretty pumped about telling everyone and getting new members in. yeah the script is like in our brain mm-hmm. so get it's ready. awesome uh, let's talk a little bit about Film Sog before I go into my movies watched this summer. So, big thing, we don't have the norm this year, unfortunately. Boo. We're all very, very sad about that, but fear not, because we are still doing screenings. It's not Wednesday through Sunday, like we did last year, and last year our show was very focused on the screenings that we were doing, and because we had just so many that we had to talk about them all the time. <laughs> Now we're only doing them once a week. We're still keeping like very indie, underground, cult-type movies. And anyone that's interested in our screenings that are happening normally on Thursdays mm-hmm. uh, can just check our Facebook page, uh, like the Film Society's Facebook page, not the real world's <laughs> Facebook page. UBC Though, Film Society Yeah, on Facebook. And yeah, you can check what's going on, where it's happening. It's mostly rooms that we're renting around the nest. So it works out. They start on September 15th, um, so if you're around check it out um they're free and um yeah like donna said they're kind of in rooms around the nest um so not really the theater experience we tried to get the performance theater kind of like that egg in the middle of the i guess like world that is the nest (laughs) um but that wasn't always available so they're kind of it's kind of like sometimes in classrooms sometimes in like other spaces um but it's gonna be fun um it's, it's going to be just as good, just yeah. not a theater experience. <laughs> yeah, it'll be different. There'll yeah. probably be a little more discussion like about the films. Um, we're still selling candy and pop, and we might have pizza if enough people come. Um, hint, hint. <laughs> yeah, so very low-key, um, but still, like, cool. And they're all movies that, like, I have never heard of. So, like, I... You probably haven't either. Yeah, so, and, like, while that's a little daunting, it is, like, fun to go to things that, like, you wouldn't be exposed to either way. And, uh, like without it um which is what i really appreciate about the um programming this year it's really new yeah exactly we have uh turner uh making all of the programming stuff and he's a film studies and a film production student so he like knows a lot about what he's talking about he's really excited to show all of this weird but strangely cool stuff yeah that we have on our program this year so you should totally check it out we'll probably be talking about it on the real world as well though it's not going to be the focus anymore but um, speaking okay. of the changes in the real world, um, Dama keeps saying that we're not focusing on screenings. Um, we are going to talk about them as much as we can, um, yes. just because it's so limited. Um, we might not always be able to. Um, but we are going to be talking a little more about like film in general and like um, focusing on maybe directors or like specific actors and like going through filmographies and like getting more like into like 
film in a more accessible, less kind of film sock way and more in like film in general yeah so if you listen to us over the summer it's going to be a lot like what we were doing over the summer so choosing a director for a week or choosing a theme and then dora and i will go our separate ways watch movies or stuff and then (laughs) uh and then we'll talk about it and we'll try and connect more with you guys that way so if you have no idea what i'm talking about because you haven't watched or listened to us over the summer you should listen to our podcasts because that's a thing that we do Uh, yeah and also um hit us up we the real world has a facebook page give us like (laughs) stuff that we should talk about because we that like basically does our job for us so that'd that'd be be like super super chill we'd love it um but dama what movies did you watch over the summer okay so i'm currently living with a cameraman in uh like my house with eight people uh one of them like works in film production and he's super excited about movies all the time and one night i was just like hanging around and he's like hey do you want to watch mary and max i'm like I have no idea what that is. Yes, please. Yeah. So we started watching it, and Marianne Max is basically this really, like, cute but sad stop-motion animation movie. And it's, uh, like, the way that stop-motion is done already, like, you can tell there's a lot of work put into it. It's all, like, clay figures, and then you take pictures of them for every single movement they do. So it's a, like, very strenuous process. But uh, basically the premise of this movie is this Australian girl, Mary, who's, must be like 10, 12 at the time that the movie starts, and she's really lonely, she comes from this dysfunctional home where, like, her mom's an alcoholic, her dad's a workaholic, like, she doesn't get any attention, Uh, so she decides that she wants to have a pen pal in the U.S. She's like, oh, I love the U.S., the U.S. is a thing that is just, like, an amazing wonderland in my mind, so I want to talk to someone about it. She just goes to, like, the yellow pages, finds a random guy called Mike, and, oh, not Mike, Max, Max, (laughs) called Max. Um, Plot twist. (laughs) His name's actually Mike. (laughs) Amazing. Um, But, yeah, she finds this dude called Max and starts writing to him. And Max is this autistic man. He's probably around 50 years old when the movie starts. And, like... Basically, the movie ends up following this relationship that builds between them, like, very intense friendship and how they, like, start sending each other gifts. And uh, Mary has no idea about Max's disability. Max isn't exactly sure how old Mary is either. So there's this whole, like, I don't know, weird relationship that they have because they're just, like, really good friends, but they don't expect to ever see each other because they live on opposite sides of the world. And we just kind of see Mary growing up and how she, like, slowly starts realizing that, like, oh, it's not... uh, She has a weird relationship with this man, so she starts, like, oh, I want to meet him. And then she ends up, like, becoming a psychologist and writing a paper on him. So it's a very, very interesting uh, movie. Like, the way that my uh, roommate described it to me was, like, oh, it's really sad but really cute. And I was, like, oh, I'm not sure I want to watch that. Like, sad movies? And it really is more towards, like, the adorable side, I think. (laughs) Like, it it has lots of pangs of reality. So it's not a kid's movie. It's... When people think of animation and stop motion, like, often we think of kids' movies, and this very much looks like a kids' movie at the start, but it's very, very dark. Like, the whole portrayal of of Mary's family, like, her mother's alcoholism, her dad's workaholism, I guess. Um, It's 
it's very, very dark. It's very real, which is, I think, interesting because it's not using real people. So it's just, like, this whole, um, like, parallels that they're showing between this, like, cute movie that it's supposed to be when there's really an underlying darkness in it that they kind of throw in your face sometimes. It's it's very interesting. I yeah, really, really awesome. liked it. It's one of those that has, like, a narrator in the background all the time, and he just randomly says, like, strange things, like, random facts about Mary's life. So, Mary's mother really liked clipping her nails, and then he just leaves it at that, and it's like, ooh okay uh that's not an actual quote from the movie but he just like says these random things and it's it's a very strange movie but it's very very worth watching i really really enjoyed it it sounds beautiful yeah it is it's very very nice uh all the other things i watched uh since doing the program over the summer have mostly been either rewatches of things that like i like already or just like stuff that was in the movies that yeah. i could watch because i was working at the cineplex over the summer um, so I watched *Inglorious Bastards again, which is I've like... I've never seen that movie. Everyone tells me I have to see you it. You have to see... We've talked about this on the show before. <laughs> I love this movie. Uh, *Inglorious Bastards is a Tarantino movie, basically about a group of Jewish Nazi hunters that just go around, like, scalping Nazis. So, and we follow that group. So much about that sounds unattractive. <laughs> no, but it's so good. No, it, part of it follows on that follows that group the other part follows a young jewish girl that escaped uh one of the jew hunters uh during world war ii or yeah she's still escaping i guess and she has a movie theater and it's kind of like how her life goes after after she's like narrowly escapes being killed by the nazis and all her family is killed by them so like it's not a holocaust movie it's definitely not supposed to be a holocaust movie but it is like takes place during that and it's a fantastic movie i've talked about it before like tarantino does ultraviolence better than anyone does ultraviolence he made it he made it mainstream he yeah. made it like a thing that people could enjoy yeah and yeah it's just like the way that he portrays it like obviously he's not a fan of violence to me like that's why he portrays it as something so gory to show people that it's a bad thing like look i will shock your senses into seeing how bad this is and yeah and glorious bastards is fantastic it's one of my favorite tarantino films um so that was a good thing to watch again. Like, I was watching it with my sister, and she just zones out during movies. So she just started asking me questions like, oh, but who's that guy? And I'm like, they've introduced him 50 times. Can we please <laughs> you not? You know this. Ugh. I get very upset at my sister. <laughs> uh, the other two, like, that I can remember right now. I watched The Secret Life of Pets, which is like... Why? It was unimpressive. I was... I was looking forward to it. I saw trailers of it all summer because I was working in a movie theater. I had never heard of this movie. All of a sudden, the week before it comes out, like, there are posters everywhere. <laughs> I was like, where did this come from? I was so, so, like, blindsided by this ad campaign. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I've been and it was a disaster. It. No, yeah, I've been seeing it in the movies, like, the trailers all summer. And then I watched it, and I was so disappointed. It's just, like... It's not, you know, terrible. It's just not good either. You so know what I'm, I'm excited like, for? Mm -hmm. The new Kevin Spacey, Jennifer Garner movie, Ooh, Nine Lives. That's going to be fun. That looks like prime cinema. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm stoked on it. Kevin Spacey is a god. Like, he's Okay, that's what makes it so weird that he's in this movie. Because it's like, 
a weird remake of that Tim Allen movie. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm like, oh, like, oh, okay, like, What's cool. happening? But, like, I want to experience it. I want to do it. But, yeah. Um, that's basically all I have to talk about in terms of my movies. I just, like, I watched a bunch of stuff. I These are my main highlights, I guess. Uh, but for all the other fun stuff that we did talk about in the summer, like, we have talked about a lot of really great directors yeah. and different genres and films so it's really worth if you're interested in that going back and listening to our podcasts because we were really funny <laughs> <laughs> but also like informative those are definitely my favorite episodes yeah. yeah yeah i feel like we put a lot more like research into that and we all like both Dora and I were watching s- different movies, so we were just like come together and it's like tell each other about it, and it was fun. Yeah, it was great. I, I recommend <laughs> listening to us. Yeah. Um. So thank you for sharing with, uh, with both of us, <laughs> Dama. You're welcome. Um. And all of you listeners out there, um, we just want to kind of like go over some film talk, like what we're doing. Like we don't have the theater. Sad. So what's happening? Who knows? Let we us do. tell ye. <laughs> um, I guess we should also like introduce ourselves yeah, in maybe. the film slot context. Um, Dora, me, the person talking, um, is the chairperson of the film society, um, which is kind of like a bogus title where I just like <laughs> am I'm very like using like very heavy scare quotes, like I'm in charge. Um, I don't do anything. I just like she just sits around. I do. I just sit there and like pretend to like host a meeting and then i'm like great job guys like so that's me and <laughs> that's then a good description dama, what do you do i'm dama and i'm the promotions executive right now so i'm in charge of posters and like student outreach and basically just getting people to come to our screenings and social media yeah. Dama's like our new social media wizard <laughs> yeah basically so that's like a new thing that we're doing we've always not always but for we a have while, an instagram <laughs> I was going to talk about our Facebook page. Oh, but yeah. Let's like talk about Instagram page, first. But also follow UBC Film Society on Instagram. It's new. We okay. don't have anything up, but, like, get ready. No, yeah. It. We decided that we're going to do all the things now. We still don't have a Snapchat. We might. Probably if, not. If I was, like, confident that anyone would add us, <laughs> I would get a Snapchat. But I feel like it would just be me and Dama. <laughs> and, like, maybe Which would a be member. Great. That's the point. That's fair. Yeah, no, maybe fine. maybe we'll do it. We'll see how the Instagram goes, then maybe we'll make a Snapchat. But right now we're trying to go on all the social media platforms. And by that I mean Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And our name on all of them is just UBC Film Society. Yeah, so we're going to be posting on our Instagram just, like, beer garden pictures and all of our event pictures, which we'll talk about because we have so many events. What a segue, Dama. Thank we you. have so many events coming up. Um... Well, not coming up, coming up, but, like, in the works. Yeah. Um, every year, um, we host monthly beer gardens, which are so much fun. It's just, like... Beer. Beer. Movies. And, and movies. And us. Um, sometimes we pair up with CITR, our lovely hosts, um, and they provide live bands, and it's really fun. Or we have, like, a game, and we get prizes. Um, so those are really chill. The first one's going to be in October. Um... And November, we have, every November, we have a Big Lebowski Beer Garden, which is the, the biggest beer garden Everyone to ever. come. Um, and then we're also, we are going to start doing trivia nights, and then maybe, like, little mini, like, movie screenings, uh, maybe, like, episodic kind of things. Um, so, yeah, it's it's going to be exciting. We have a lot, like, planned. Um, Lord knows if we'll actually be able to execute any of it, <laughs> but, like, we have dreams. We have hopes. Yeah, we have a lot of great ideas coming up. Also, if the guy that came up with trivia, night is listening 
Speak up. Yeah, we need your name. <laughs> we, we need to know who you are because you're a genius. We are. We we were at Imagine Day. This dude was like, do you guys have trivia, trivia nights? And we were like, no. We should. <laughs> we should. Doing that. Um, so, yeah. Um, and we're doing all of this uh, with our theater being closed, which is where we would host most of our events. But we are working past it, guys. We're moving onward and upward. Um, and that's why you should check our Facebook page to know what's going on where because it's not all at the norm anymore yeah and then one like final thing um about film society um is dora's baby my little beautiful baby child productions um people love making movies and we love to give them the opportunity to make movies um so come to us we would love to house you and take care of you and teach you everything you could possibly need to know. We do script writing, like what gear is, like what the words mean. I know nothing about film production. I'm the one teaching you. So all levels and backgrounds. <laughs> that is the worst way to get I know to a little bit about it. Um, and I taught people well. We made two films last year, two totally original, all student content, a lot of fun. We also have a lot of film production students that are willing to Yeah, help. they're very helpful. Um, basically, I made food, and then they kind of took over for it. Um, but we did it. We made two short films from student-written scripts um, based on stuff that I learned in the workshops. Um, if you're interested in film but, like, don't want to pursue it or, like, don't even want to study film production, it's a great opportunity to just, like, get get to make a film, which, like... It's, like, weirdly, like, with YouTube and everything, it seems, like, kind of simple, but, like, I don't know. Like, it's it's not. It's pretty complicated, and, and we we love to give you the opportunity and the space to do it. We want to make cool films, not just, like, random YouTube videos. Yeah. So, yeah, I think the best part about the productions is that, like, like Dora said, you don't need to be wanting to go into film production. So people in our productions have been, like, science students, art students outside of uh, film studies, engineers, like, a lot of people that don't plan on doing anything in the film industry after after university. But it's just people that are passionate about film. Hey, maybe they want to make a short film and see what it's like. Like, it's fun. You don't need to have any plans to continue in the film industry after and you don't need any prior knowledge so that's the great stuff about productions it's lots of good things that are happening yeah um it's like a bundle of good things um and then also in addition to producing the short films we're going to be having 10-hour film races where students are just kind of given like like the task like make a film in 10 hours and it really like gets you to figure out get creative like how you're going to do it um and it's, it's just fun. And, like, those are pretty low-key. Um, and we're going to be having screenings of them. So, yeah, it's fun. It's great. We love you. Hopefully you love us. And that's our that's productions. Yeah, basically. It's a lot of fun. So, Dora, are you going to talk to me for a while about your film? I would <laughs> love to, Films. Dama. Um, so, I guess the one that stands out for me um, this summer. I mean, what I loved about our summer episodes was it really made me sit down and watch films that yeah. I, like, had on my list. Definitely. But just, like, hadn't watched. Um, wh so, like, a lot of them, like, that was, like, where most of my film watching yeah. experience mm -hmm. came from. Um, but something that really stands out is I watched Thelma and Louise this summer. Okay. Um, I watched it when I was, like, 11. Like, <laughs> I did not know what it was about. I did not know what was going on. Um, I just was, like cool like susan sarandon's driving her car like awesome like it went right over my head um and like 
also, if anything like kind of uncomfortable happened, my sister and I were like, skip this scene. Like, no, thank you. Um, <laughs> Do you want to give a, bit, a brief description of? Yeah. Um, so I loved it. I think it's one of the best movies I've ever seen in my entire life. Um, it's about Susan Saranda and Gina Davis. Um, they kind of live in a small town. Like, they're, Gina Davis is in an unhappy marriage. Um, and they, like, go out of town um, to um, kind of just, like, escape and, like, get away for a weekend. And then very close to the beginning, something um, pretty devastating happens. And then they spend the rest of the movie... Um, like figuring out how to deal with it and like kind of running um, for various reasons. Um, a lot of it is them in a car. Brad Pitt's breakout role as like a sexy drifter, like gore, like mind blowingly gorgeous. Oh, yes. He doesn't wear a shirt, I don't think, in any of his scenes. <laughs> so definitely a high recommendation from me. Um, for so many reasons, it's also beautifully written and, like, has beautiful, um, like, just, like, themes of, like, female, like, friendship. Um, it's one of the first movies I've seen um, ever um, where, except maybe, like, Lost in Translation, where, like, friendship isn't sexualized and, like, it's just two people enjoying each other's company. Um, and, like, when it's two women, it's just, like, that much more powerful. So I... I loved it. I thought it was so amazing. Um, and also, like, watching them, you re- they really, in the situations they're in, like, really makes it, like, pushes them to, like, what they are capable of um, in, like, so many different ways. Um, and, like, their, real, their character. Um, not just, like, the character, but, like, their personal um, character, moral character, I guess. Um, it's really beautiful. Everyone should watch it. It's 100% my new favorite movie. Oh. Um... And then I watched, like, some movies that I just, like, had been meaning to watch. Um, oh, I, like, I watched The Godfather for the first time. Oh, okay. Thoughts? I didn't love it. It uh, was, like, okay. Yeah. I thought it was, like, beautiful. Um, it was, like, cool watching mobsters be mobsters. But, <laughs> um, yeah, I wasn't – it didn't – it stuck in my head for a week. And then it was gone. <laughs> yeah, I feel like the thing with The Godfather is, like, people just uh, link it back to a lot of the gangster movies and bo- mobster movies that were made after. And it's, like, it was kind of the starting point yeah. for it. So it's, like, okay, it's a cool thing because that's what started it. But being someone that has watched a thousand of those, it's It felt different. very, like, campy and, like, mobsters being mobsters. Like, mm-hmm. okay, like, that's only so interesting. Um, so, yeah. I, I know that I watched um, a lot of, like, Disney movies oh, yeah. um, with my little sister. Worth she, it. like, decided, she was like, I want to watch every Disney princess movie ever. Um, so, watched a lot of those. I watched so much Mulan over the summer. I, I was, I've rekindled my love of Mulan. Mulan is the best Disney princess movie ever. She's not a princess, though, which is, like, awesome. Well, yeah, but once she marries the He's not a prince. He's just he's like not? a war, a general son. Oh, really? Okay, awesome. Yeah. She's the best uh, female person on Disney, I guess. For sure. I, I don't know. know. I Tiana's like pretty cool. Tiana's um, pretty fun. We're not here to argue about Disney. We're here to talk <laughs> about we, though? film. Um, yeah. I guess like the one that like also really stands out in my mind, which like isn't like really um, a movie, is 
I watched Steven Universe this summer. What? It's such a beautiful TV show. Everyone should watch it. It's so powerful. I've been for, like, told so to watch many it because I love Adventure Time. So I've been told like you it's need better to than watch. Adventure Time. Is it's it better. Is yeah, it really, dude. Adventure Time made me cry. I cry every other episode. <laughs> it's so powerful. Okay. And, like, it's so real. Like, it's told from the point of view of, like, this child, but, like, dealing with really adult things. And, like, in a lot of kids' TV shows, I've noticed, like, the adults are, like, adults. I'm using air quotes again. I guess that's useless for you guys. <laughs> um, but, like, they are still kind of, like, not real people. Like, very yeah. unrealistic depictions. Um, and, like, they, 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 the adults, are never experiencing any any like real emotional um anything mm. um but in Steven Universe they do and like it's like about a child in this environment where like adults are being adults and like living their lives and like he is like being affected by it and like participating in it but like he's not like the adult yeah he's still like a child like dealing with it mm. Well, with that recommendation, I'm definitely going to go watch it. The like, world I've been told gotta. so many times, and I keep saying, like, sure, I'll do it. But now that Dora says so, yeah. I guess I will. I have, like, surprisingly good taste in movies. People are always shocked. And TV shows. And TV shows. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Um, I guess that's, like, goodbye for the real world. I'm almost going to say thanks for tuning in. Shout, Shout out, out to, to Russell, Russell Crowe! <laughs> Okay, cool. Thank you for listening so much, everyone. We are incredibly grateful. Uh, uh bye. Thank you. I don't know you. You don't know me. Hi, everybody. Let's meet. I don't know you. You don't know me. Hi, everybody. Let's meet. But everybody want to dance around me. Come to the party and feel the beat. Tie up my dirty, roll up the tree. Burn out the paper, but the floor is clean. Everybody want to come around here. Food on the table, say your prayers. Swear to the Lord, mama, pull your ear. Everybody knows that you're living in fear. Get up, act right, you there. Get up, act right, you there. Get up, act right, you there. Okay, don't be scared in the dark downstairs. Get up, act right, you there. Get up, act right, you there. Hi, everybody. 
um, by Horsepower, who actually hosts Crimes and Treasons on CATR. Hit them up. It's a really good show. Um, thank you so much for listening. And yeah, have a great, have a great date.